Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. You've got a weird rhythm to your greeting this week. It sounds uh, more... It's Super Bowl. It, it, this is Super Bowl, and we're in Super Bowl it's, territory. Uh, so. Super Bowl Sunday, and so this is where you'd say, you know, thanks for joining us when it's Super Bowl Sunday. Right. Except nobody no, but yeah, you guys. <laughs> well, those that are, are couldn't later. care less about the Super Bowl. Anymore, Everybody's so. listening later. Anyway, this week, uh, kind of a big week. We we got a lot to do. Suddenly took last week off, that's my and fault. Um, and uh, not that that's too big a deal, but um, uh, you know, I didn't even get a chance to I I don't know say anything about it. Let people know that there right. was going to be a show or whatever. And uh, we would have done Mordecai. Right. Which uh, probably did not need its its own whole week. Now plugs are going to get pulled out again. Okay. We're, yeah, I know. <laughs> we're going to lose. How it goes. We're but we did everything. see Mordecai. Right. We actually we had every intent of doing the show, and then it just fell apart. Right, and that's so, part of the weather too. I think so. We've got uh, black or white and right. Mordecai, and uh, we finally have our own awards, which uh, we have gotten some emails. Um, I've had some people ask us too. I've had, me about we've that. had some emails over the last two or three weeks, actually, from uh, when we did the uh, best of list and all that. Um, you know, like the suggestions and right. and uh, wanting to know what it was going to be, which you know is is awesome. We've also we also had lots of <laughs> emails about our best of the year and worst of the year and everything. How did that go? Uh, it went fine, and you know nobody really had anything about it, especially except that uh, you know directly enough where I would call them out and say who it was, right. and here's their exact question or whatever. But a lot of people said they went back and looked at like what we rated things, yeah, and then had some commentary on uh, you know like uh, for instance one of them that stood out to me was uh, a million ways to die in the West. Yeah. Which during our worst of show, you uh, said repeatedly that it's awful yeah. and was the worst thing ever. And when we did our show on it, you gave it a four. Yeah. So, yeah. So people were like, well, wait a minute. Right. There's all kinds of like ones and twos and two yeah. and a half. Oh and, yeah. And so how come that Four is like the worst of four is the worst thing ever, and you're really ripping on it during the worst of the year. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, so. And, but like I said, I don't remember if I said this in the worst of or the best of or both or what it was, but, you know, you can't just take, uh, I mean, the four stands out a little bit, but you can't just take the ratings and then, you, you know, like we don't even have to pick anything for our list. Like, Right. Our minds are not involved in choosing our list. It's just the algorithm of here are right. your ratings and right. this one you rated this and these two tied, but you said, you know, eight more positive things yeah. during the show. <laughs> right. or, well, and to, be, and to be fair, even though we're not, you know, there's no need to address it directly. My my 10 list had almost a numerical association to it. And I mentioned A Million Ways to Die in the West, like I mentioned Transcendence and Sin City and all these others that were, you know, just after that. But I think the bottom of my list was was Robocop or The Homesman or, or something like that. And those are like three and a half. Right. So if it just missed and it's at four, then hey, at least right, I'm, on, sure. I'm on target. So, But uh, still, <laughs> Transcendence, man. That was a whole You, you know, it was, it was kind of funny Speaking of going Depp. through... Uh, and Mordecai. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> going through your starting your list for next no, no, year early. Not yet. Um, you know, going through those lists, it's funny when you try to think at the end of the year. And I think I said 
uh, something, you know, like if uh, I had seen certain movies months later or months right. earlier yep. or whatever. But, you know, when I'm going through the list and I'm thinking, like, worst movie, best movie, and uh, I hate lists anyway. Yeah. And especially yeah. especially just the exact, you know, ranking of them. Like, right. this one is six and this one's five. And no one could say I'm wrong. Right. Because clearly that one's the five. Yeah, and, and you know. And it's yeah. better than if the you six. saw it, you And it's, know. you know, right. it's yeah. all nonsense at some point. <clears throat> But but when I'm trying to think of okay I want I want this one to move just a little higher or I want this one to be ten instead of eleven and right. I've got like I, I've got ten eleven twelve <laughs> and I'm going what order are those three really in and whether it's uh, best or worst you know I just kind of think like how much do I want to see that again right now when right. I have nothing else you know left to work with mm-hmm. uh, for why I would order them in a certain way. Right. Then I'm kind of like, okay, do I want to see, what if that was on right now? Right. L- like which one <laughs> would I have to watch, right? Yeah. And then when it's the worst, I started thinking about I started going back to some movies and it was like uh, you know, Tammy Transcendence yeah. and and yeah. stuff like that and I'm like, what would it take <clears throat> to force me to watch that so you get I just, you know, I started thinking about watching um Blended for one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I started thinking about watching those movies again because they're yeah. all garbage and I hate them. So how do I put them in an order? And I just, you right. know, that was the thing for me. I was like, some of them were, you know, six or seven or something. And I said, ah, well, I don't know. I would sit through <laughs> through that again before I had to watch like damn again. Good, or this something. is a good question. So okay, I'm looking at the list that I used for that that episode two weeks ago and and looking over the top 10 not the other ones like a million ways to die sin city you know things like that man that's a hard question because they suck <laughs> they suck bad i right. i guess the only one on there and i mean i don't ever want to see the homesman robocop lucy 300 transformers teenage mutant ninja turtles need for speed tammy or horrible bosses horrible bosses too again right that leaves one movie and that's the amazing spider-man too right and i, I guess if i, I had know, to I really watch one of my 10 I would pick that, but uh, I you mean, know, I think from your list, what stands out to me uh, from just thinking about those that you rattled off right there, maybe Lucy, Whoa. maybe Lucy, but maybe not Goofy Dog, uh, Goofy Dog Tricks. But yeah, so my list, uh, which is you know, yeah, just those ones that you mentioned there. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, all right, dogs doing crazy stuff for uh, for the studio things, but um, as you know, as even even as that goes, I would rather watch some that just missed instead of something like what did make the list. Um, well, right. But what I was thinking was just from those that you mentioned, The Homesman yeah. strikes me more uh, when I watch as just boring. Yeah. But not well, like irritating. No, I, I, I get you. It. And yeah, absolutely. Is, it is nowhere near know. the same level of irritation as like Transformers right. or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was, or freaking Tammy. Right. You know, Tammy just seemed to be from the outset, let's just defend you and hope you think it's funny, but let's well, just and, do it. And let's, I'm pretty sure you're stupid too. So right. this is, and what you won't we'll even do, care. Right. So anyway, but anyway, enough about that. Um, but we did have uh, people writing in, and uh, thanks for all your emails. I think it's cool and... that they like our lists and they like lists. Right. That's, you know, that's kind of, and uh, they're interested in our awards. And I think that we will uh, – we got to do black or white. Um, I can tell you right now, uh, there are a lot of people that I think that movie is better than they think it is. I'll throw that out right now. That movie is <laughs> you th- there are a lot of people that think that movie is better than they think it is. Okay. There are a lot of people who will like that movie more than they think. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say for right. now. Okay. And uh, Mordecai, uh, not so much. But – First, we're going to do our awards, I think, because okay. we should we should get that out of the way. And, you know, I have to say, this was so – it's such a weird thing because when we came up with the idea for these awards, yeah. I thought, that's the easiest thing ever. And then I will – you know, we will just whip out – you know, I like all mm-hmm. these movies that, you know, are not going to get attention and no one is going to mention or nominate or anything like that. And right. And every year there are tons of movies that I love. Yeah. That I, that I'm going. This is the movie people should be watching. Right. And I should make people Everyone. hear the name of it right. at least. Right? right. And so when we came up with this idea, I thought, well, and not only will that be interesting to have our own awards, but it'll be so easy. Right. That that that's the hidden beauty of it. 
And this year is so hard. You know, one of the things that's gotten by easily for me the last two years is that a lot of a lot of what we do with this playfully is we give, you know, this is what should have gotten it if it could have and if it would have, it would have, that kind right. of idea. Usually what that does is it, it almost like the Red Sea being parted. All it does for me is it leaves genre films. Like kind of, yeah, you know, or a horror film, or an animated film, or a right. sci-fi film, like something that the Academy just doesn't ever really look or, at, or a or a really <laughs> tiny indie, right? Something that's... so small that's really great, but just isn't isn't going to get right, that push. Right. And usually that's easy. And you know, when we talk about this, I just remember last year when Looper seemed like it was the answer to everything, and right. it, and it easily probably could have been. Um, and, and again, just a sci-fi film. You right. know, it's just one of these things that if it wasn't Looper, it might have been like Oblivion. You right. Because right. again, that was another one we love, but it's a genre film. And, and this year, not so many genre films were very good. Well, it well, was my uh, list anyway. It, so it, it was, was kind really of hard. like either they were they were not re- that great. Yeah. Or they were, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or they right, were uh, right. some huge thing that is going to get something. And, you know, speaking of genre films, because that is clearly where often you're going to have a chance for something. Because since I set this thing up, yeah, uh, I'm looking over the year trying to find movies and I'm trying to take it really seriously. We were mm-hmm. just talking about this right. before the show, but... I'm try you know it can't just be a movie that happened to not get nominated right. or happened to not win something right uh the can't win awards right. are like <laughs> can't like by the by the nature of it it's not right. that Selma didn't get nominated so therefore that's got to be right. the picture yeah, no cuz that could have been nominated it, and probably it's not the been. movie yeah it's not the movie that everybody keeps saying keeps getting snubbed from everything right, right? <clears throat> and it's not like uh Jennifer Aniston can now win the award <laughs> right. because she didn't get she the got, She got snubbed, right? right? No, it's really got to be something that these are the movies that, you know, no one is ever going to nominate them. And I got to tell you, I, I kind of had to cheat. I, I think because I cheated on at, one. At the end of the day, you know, I was getting down to – I would look at something and I'd go, no, that got nominated for this. Right. There were so many smaller or odd movies. And then, um, you know, Emily Blunt even – through me because of the Critics' Choice Awards. Right. I mean, she won right. Best Actress in an Action Movie. Right. And, you know, that's not the Best Actress Oscar, but it's an award, right. and, and she, she won it. it. Right, right. <laughs> and it's this not, might be it's not even year. like she got nominated. Now, yeah. like, those smaller things, right, if right. you got nominated for that, might not exclude you completely. Right. Or something. But, I right. mean, she won an award. I yeah. can't. yeah. I can't because she was clearly the front runner for me yeah. for a, a lot of the year when we saw that movie. Yeah. I mean, right when we saw it, I was like, well, I feel like I don't know what your list is. We don't talk about these things before. Right. We just sit down and do it. I, I feel like at least three of mine are like you're going to look at me like that could have won. So, so, so this, this it, cheats in everywhere, the end, in the end, I, I kind of have a double cheat. OK, so <sighs> so we have we have. <laughs> Five awards, right? So we've got screenplay, director, actor, actress, and movie. Right. Okay. And I only have three movies covered. Three movies. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, right. uh, because there, there just weren't enough things that, you know, I could find that uh, everything I wanted to nominate for this had been nominated or won, or yeah. it was something that could have. Right. It totally could have been nominated. It just wasn't. It's just right. not what we were paying attention to this year. It's like, uh, you know, The Judge or right. not that, you know, that's the movie I wanted to nominate or anything. But just as an example, that's just a movie you might have thought in another year people would pay attention to that a lot more. Right. Even though, I mean, you know, Robert Duvall got nominated and yada, yada. Anyway, right. um, but then the the double cheat there is that. Uh, my best movie pick uh, probably could have gotten nominated and actually yeah. has been nominated for some <clears throat> awards or somewhere in the world there are awards right. that it's been nominated for and well as a, whatever. As, but as a, it, you're more reliable. Weird. You're more reliable in this way, it, definitely this year, because I, I only thought about the Oscars. 
You know, I, right. and I considered the Screen Actor and the I considered that stuff a little, but I didn't think about <clears throat> foreign press or any like what right. could it will win at Con or any, I just was like, could this thing get nominated for an Oscar? Right. No, right. no way. I mean, you could argue, of course, anything could, but you'd be foolish. Right. No, it, we just it doesn't. But so, I would just tell you that you're wrong. Right. But and... but there are some some of my picks in a way of cheating because this is a hard year. I just was like, there's no way it's getting an Oscar. There's no way. Right. Not not just this year, but probably not any year. So right. anyway. I don't know. So you cheated your your own, I your own version. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we're just going to uh, jump into these. And, uh, you know, I just wish this is such a weird year because there are a lot of really good indie films. Yeah. There are a lot of indie films that I really liked a lot. There are a lot of them that were really good, but I was like, Eh, you know yeah, that, right. that was the other just that, that was the other problem where uh, I I started feeling like I needed to cheat almost right. was because once I had excluded so many things, then I started going well that's a movie and I liked it but <laughs> I mean wouldn't is it, it really been, <laughs> right wouldn't it have been a great year just for this purpose if you and I were the only ones who'd seen Whiplash. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. I would have been like, that's, I know who's getting that's actor, it, right. director, maybe but, not story, but I could tell you this is. You know what I mean? Like you, you just, know, you hope that, that something sneaks a, in. That and, is such a weird movie because that would have dominated a lot of Be, stuff. But exactly. man, that thing's running the gamut for, for because awards. all of a sudden, uh, like, what world is this? You know, like <laughs> yeah. a couple of years ago, nowhere, go, no way would anyone well, be paying it, attention. To isn't that. I mean, just as a quick digression, isn't Whiplash one of the blacklist films that like? Never got made. And I think suddenly it was, got made. Actually, like so, yeah. a couple of years ago, right. this really would have been nothing. Right. So right. No anyway, one, no one was interested. It, when I was doing my list, and I'm looking over, and I'm like, God damn, wish why, why didn't Whiplash just not get seen by anyone right. until like December 15th? Yeah. You know. But anyway, anyway okay, so we're gonna uh, just jump into the awards, and uh, thanks for paying attention to our craziness and sticking right. with us for it. Um, I think we're gonna start in a. a our own version of backwards or something since we only have yeah, five we gotta work, work up to the film right we only have five things so yeah. we're gonna uh we're gonna go uh screenplay director actor actress movie okay just because yeah i say so um <laughs> but uh so screenplay um and you know this is one too that i'm I, curious about yours i really like my pick okay uh and it wasn't going to get nominated but i think mostly because no one paid attention to the movie very much. Right. You know? But screenplay is one of those things where it's tricky in itself because a lot of times weird things will get nominated <laughs> for screenplay. And they got two that you have adapted and you have original screenplay. So right, you have right. a field that's twice as big anyway. And we don't, we're not, not going to be that strict. Right. So. But a lot of times, you know, something will sneak in there where yeah. it's like it's not nominated for anything else. Right. Nobody even talks about liking it or anything, but it'll get nominated well, for screenplay. One of mine, I had I had to weed them out. One of mine, I had to actually cross off, even though it was on my list. I I genu- and I don't even mind throwing it out. I genuinely had Inherent Vice down, and oh, I'm like, right. no, Paul Thomas Anderson, that could have been nominated. Right. Oh that, sure, that easily could have been nominated. Right. So I had, I was like, once I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's gone. All it right. So uh, my pick for screenplay this year is uh, Justin Later for the one I love. Yeah. Which, uh, that is a crazy movie that totally snuck under everyone's radar, which you would think is a little weird because there are people in it that people know, Yeah. but still no one watched it. But the screenplay was really cool. And uh, the thing that really stood out for me in the screenplay of that was that the conversations seem really genuine and real in a situation that can't exist. So it's not like you can really know right. what, yeah. what seems genuine and yeah. real and everything. It's a completely sci-fi crazy thing that happens. And yet, uh, I guess at the very beginning when they kind of don't go insane right. is not super real. Yeah. But then after that, <laughs> after that, Oh, now we lost it. No, that's okay. It was just something that just went off, but it just got stuck. I think that was, yeah, yeah, no, no, nothing yet, nothing yet, nothing, nothing yet. Maybe you can hear me. We can't hear ourselves. That is weird. 
No? Maybe that was it? No. I can't hear anything. I could keep talking as if they can hear me, and and maybe I will. Um, yeah, that didn't do anything. Nothing at all. The one thing that I would love to do more than anything is just breathe into the uh, microphone. That would make the audience happy. Well, technical difficulties aren't new. <clears throat> aren't a new thing for us, but we usually have these under wrap now, and especially when there are dogs running and not running amongst things. Yeah, just pull the plug. Huh. I don't I don't either. <laughs> well, while Mark tries to fix this, <clears throat> I think it's just the headphones. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we can just proceed. Oh, hey, look. No. Now everything's much better. Hey, so, look, that was just so us. Look, so that wasn't heard even the dog. That. that was you. No, you did that. It it's under your feet. No, but that's what he was pulling on. Anyway. Anyway. So the one I love. Yeah. So the one I love is, uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I went through a bunch of different ones, but ultimately settled on Jennifer Kent, who wrote The Babadook. Oh, sure. And And in a lot of ways, not just because I'm a big horror lover and it's a you know, it's a big surprising horror film and a foreign film. It was it was surprising to see something kind of come out of left field in a way where you got a big monster movie um, that's getting a lot of buzz and people were really starting to pay attention to it. But I found that like just thinking about the story a bunch, really considering, and I looked at a little bit of the screenplay, it's really smart, you know, that the the monster of the film isn't you know, the antagonist, the antagonist of the film is the mother. Right. And, and not in a psychological kind of like Norman Bates psycho kind of way. It's she's wrestling with all of these big negative feelings, um, dealing with the resentment of the loss of her husband or, and, and blaming her kid for that loss. And and what really happens when a person is left on their own, you know, coming to their own wits end and basically trying to endure and deal with the trauma that you know, destroyed their lives and is currently destroying her life in a new way. Right. And it's just, it's this layered, it's this layered work that I thought was real, almost like surgical and how it, how it processed, you know, again, it's a horror film. So a lot of people will discount it in that way. And I know there's no way that this would ever come close to getting a nomination, but despite the end of the film, which really polarizes people, I would say 99% of it is just real amazing, real great screenplay storytelling. Right, right. And, you know, just to have a horror movie get the amount of serious attention for... It doesn't happen much. ...actual awards, I mean, that hardly ever happens. Yeah. And that is... it's, It's really weird when... If you're looking at, you know, the mainstream movie critics Mm -hmm. and not you know, the horror movie critics or whatever. Right. It's really weird to see a movie show up on so many people's top yeah. 10 lists and right. stuff like that when it's a horror movie. I yeah. Mean, that's just, that just doesn't yeah. happen. So, <clears throat> so sure, so that, should, that's a good choice. So I'll go for actress. We'll go back and forth. Like we ping pong or you want to oh, go? Oh, sure. Um, but we're doing director first. Oh, we're doing director next. Yes. Whoa. So there. Well, <laughs> you, you stunned me on that one. Um, director i was already keyed up for actress uh, the director for me was doug lyman who did edge of tomorrow i uh, thought i well, thought edge of tomorrow could get nominated i don't know i mean this is a guy who did swingers and the and, born and, identity know, the, the and all is, of his other films haven't really i mean they're i i'm a big fan of his but i don't i don't see again in a year where not just this year, but any year, because I know that's part of the thing. I just don't see sci-fi films really coming in. If if a sci-fi film had been nominated for anything, Edge of Tomorrow would have lost out to Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, even well, though right. I think Interstellar is not as good a film as Edge of Tomorrow. Right. But I just don't think it has a shot at getting nominated. Especially maybe in this year, when yeah. for some really weird reason, you know, nobody wants to admit that Edge of Tomorrow even exists. Right. I mean, right. Like, it's, it's like it's off nobody, memory. Nobody paid any attention to it, even... 
even pretty quickly after it came out, everyone just went, whatever. Right. I don't know. It's and it wasn't goofy. anything that – the only thing that came out right around that time that I remember was the new Captain America film. And that wasn't strong enough to erase Edge of Tomorrow from my right. memory. No pun intended about you know, the stuff there. I came real close to saying David Fincher for Gone Girl partially because he, he took a film based on a book that I loathed and turned it into a movie that I loved about 95% of the way through. I know you did Yeah, but he's did been it, nominated. But I, that's why I didn't. <laughs> I, I feel like in a different time, easily got nominated for it. Right. So I was like, he's right. out. But uh, I came close to really lobbying for him. And I'm like, this is stupid. Edge of Tomorrow. I, I, I don't see Doug Lyman getting, getting a nod for anything like that. So. Right. No, uh, it's probably pretty unlikely. But uh, it's not like he's never been nominated before. And... Right. It's got an, it's got enough he will. it's got enough people in it that you know I don't know what the deal is because that is just the, the craziest movie of the year for me is It's like uh, the anti Selma it's like the one that we love and no one else seems to enjoy But it, no it's not even that cuz it's super high on rotten tomatoes it's it's I for, I pretty high. It. It's pretty on high on Metacritic. Metacritic. It's pretty high. It's like seventy-seven or something. It's like right. really close. And it's yeah. uh, it's like at least you know something like eighty-five or something on Rotten oh, is Tomatoes. It? It's, it's like every, everybody then. likes yeah. it. That's really Just weird. Everyone refuses to talk about it. It's like <laughs> you know funny. people saw the trailer, and then if I know you saw the trailer, okay. I don't want to tell you to go see it because I don't want to say it's awesome and you should right. go see it because it's this dumb-looking movie about crazy aliens and. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise sits on a beach and gets attacked. Right. And it yeah. Just, it looks, you know, like Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman kind of bizarro B movie craziness or right. something. And and then so no one will talk about it. No one right. will say it's good. No one will say no. Look, don't worry about <laughs> yeah the fact no. that it looks bizarre. Yeah. Just go see it. <laughs> right. And but man, it's the highest rated film. I can remember that no one will admit they've seen right, right, <laughs> right in a long time. Agreed. I mean, it's, it, it's really strange. It's really weird. So now, if that had gone a different way, and the ratings critics gave it actually seemed to compare to how much people talked about it and how much people right. uh, liked it and heard about it, and yeah. there was any kind of buzz about it. Then maybe it could have gotten nominated. But, I see. I see what you mean when that. But was. anyway, um, I mean, if you cheat, you cheat. What it does, <laughs> that, that might have been my cheat. Um, <clears throat> my pick, and even my pick is a little bit of a cheat, but not really. But it's uh, Richard A. Wade for the double. Yeah, and mostly because of all the movies, all the movies that were left after I after weeded, weeded out, out everything, everything yeah. right. And I kind of asked myself if I was cheating because I feel like he could have been nominated because it's it's kind of a, you know, artsy kind gotta, of movie that somebody will sometimes I hold on you, to, right? There's no way this film gets nominated. Um, yeah. And that I mean, doesn't mean it's, it's a bad it, movie. It, that's it, actually – I think that's a great pick because in an in – an, in a year where they nominate something like that, it's going to be like a Winter's Bone or the new Coen Brothers film right, or right, right. An, another Inside Lou and Dave. You know, that's the indie thing they're going to go for. Right. The double's way over their head for that stuff. And uh, you, the, the weird thing about it for me, and and so since I already gave it away that I only have three total right. movies. <laughs> um, they went down to now the last one. But of the movies, after I weeded out the movies... This is a movie that I was like, you know, I don't care if you hate everything that happens in this movie and you can't stand to watch it. it if you're learning how to be a director, yeah, it, well, you need you to watch, need to watch this, this movie. Film. It yeah. is really well directed, and it's, I agree. it's almost weirdly well directed. Like you can hardly be, and you know, Submarine, his first movie. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's, I never saw that. It's I want to. It's weirdly solidly directed. Like you know, he's he's just that idiot guy from the IT crowd. Where the hell did he come from? Suddenly, get it, yeah. you know, be right. I mean, he's just been in film school all his life. That's when, funny. When he wasn't doing really goofy comedy, right. in England, he sounds like a really interesting guy just based on his resume. You right. look at his CV and you're like, man, this is a crazy gamut of things that right. you're covering. How are you doing that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Hang out with me for an hour and find out. Right. I don't know. And, uh, you know, he's he's got this weird kind of affect about him mm -hmm. 
that reminds me almost – I mean, he's clearly a very smart guy, and he's very funny, and he does uh, mostly a very particular kind of comedy. But he reminds me of, uh, like, anyone from Monty Python, you yeah. know, like where – the stuff they do, everyone at first, especially, right. right? Everyone's like those idiots or whatever. Yeah. But then, you know, you go talk to them about something and they're all geniuses. Right. <laughs> and, right. You know, anyway, uh, so that's my pick. And, you know, I can't stress mm-hmm. enough that I think everyone should go see that movie. It, even if you don't end up liking the movie, you it's still worth watching. The it's, double was high on your list, your best list, too. Yeah. It was like three, I think. Maybe maybe not uh, that high. Maybe I think four. it was like three or four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you've really liked that film. Yeah. So that's not. I'm not terribly surprised. And, right. I, and I believe that's a film that would never get an Oscar nom. There's right, no way. Right. So. All right. So uh, we gotta, I guess, move Pick this it up. along okay. a little bit. Okay. So now uh, I'm supposed to do actor. Sure. So uh, actor <laughs> is uh, Eisenberg. Yeah, Jesse double. Eisenberg. Right. Uh, because he was just there was actually I actually watched that movie twice almost right in a row like yeah. within a few days right <laughs> that's like right in a row for that me that is right but, in a row for you you don't do that um, but you know mostly because the first time I watched it there was so much of the movie that I was just watching him right going shut up right because you know he spends so much of the time you know it's one thing to have a movie where. Uh, you know, it's like sleuth or something. Yeah. Where there's only two people, and right. and and they have to do everything because there's only two people in the whole, whole movie. Or, um, you know, the one I love, right? Which, which is which is the basically same the same idea. kind of thing, <clears throat> which is also the same kind of impressive as yeah. Eisenberg is in the double. But you know, he spends so there's so much of this movie where it's just two people talking, right. except they're both him, right? And they're just right. having a conversation and being very different characters. You and, wanna you wanna creep yourself out? Get two TVs, put that on one of them, and put Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler in the other, and just right. get skeeved out. <laughs> right. Like they're both so weird and creepy. The double, I'll say this real quick. I, when I watched it, I genuinely thought it was like David Cronenberg doing it. Like it's a weird, right. creepy, strange, engaging. It's like uh, you remember Enigmatic. that. Uh, it's really weird. It, that movie Spider. Yeah. W- w- that he did where yeah. it's just. Um, who is it? It's. Uh, oh, I can't remember, but I, I know what you mean. I, I can't remember who it is right off the top of my head either. I, I want to say it's Ralph Fiennes, but I don't. Or Rafe or Rafe whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I want to say it's him, but then I don't think it is. Um, but it, it's a long time ago for that movie. But it's, yeah, it is. It, it's just that movie is just him by himself right. a, a lot of the time. And yeah. it, it is kind of have that same like just that. just so creepy that you almost have to pause for yeah. a minute. And, and just kind of <laughs> like you're kind of like shaking everything off. Right. And, and uh, yeah, it was Rafe Fiennes. Oh, OK. Yeah. I thought it was him. I knew it was Gabriel Byrne, but I couldn't remember if it was Rafe right. or, or not. All right. So uh, that one's easy. Your actor is easy because it's yeah. right after your film. And my actor is easy. It's Tom Cruise on Edge of Tomorrow. Sure. You know, it's it's just one of these things that Tom's just never going to get nominated for that kind of thing. And he's great in that movie. Yeah, he really, and he really it, is. In a different and, year, and I don't even like that off. I know. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, so many people have soured on him for all the Scientology stuff, all the weird behavior things, whether or not he ever abducted Katie Holmes. Uh, who knows? Right. I, I mean... There's a whole series of podcasts about how you draw a line about somebody's professional life and then their personal right. life and whether you can reconcile that for their art. It's a blast. And when we, when we were watching that film, we talked about it, you know, when we were doing the show, it's just like 15 or 20 minutes in. I was just like, awesome. Right. Keep, keep doing this. Do it. And he just did better. Right. And he just got, and yet again, next year, well, this year now, I'm left waiting for a spring sci-fi film with Tom Cruise. Right. Because it was this and then it was Oblivion and you know it's just he's he's really great in this market and that's mine. That's my pick. Okay. And uh, actress? For me it seems like we're basically doing the same thing. Essie Davis was the lead in The Babadook. She's the mother. Right. And she single-handedly did something I haven't seen in an enormous amount of time. She she played in about you know an hour and forty minutes the this role of a mother who was loving and confused and scared and frightening and damning and then absolutely terrifying. And sometimes she slides in and out of those things very effortlessly in long takes, and, and it blew me away. Like just as a performance, she 
killed it. She rocked the whole right. thing. She's amazing in this. And for any other reason to watch the film, whether it scares you or it doesn't, whether it appeals to you or it doesn't, her performance should be won. Like, it's just amazing. Right. And she's never going to get nominated because it's a horror film. Right. So, And she's awesome. Right. And even if a uh, horror film was going to get nominated for anything, right. it's, uh, you know, it might get nominated for, like, uh, I don't know, special track. Yeah, something or, something know, weird. Whatever, but, Best spooky one-shot. But it's shot not, it's not going to get, like, you know, actress, It's not going to get actress, right. so. Uh, okay, so my so my actress is uh, Elizabeth Moss in One I Love. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know. I got your three films we, now. We all, well, I know what they are. That's only two. You don't know what my movie is. Oh, well, we'll um, because, like I said, my movie is the one where I really kind of the feel like cheat. I'm cheating. I think but, I might be cheating. But what, okay. what are you going to do? This is our show. We um, do what we want. So we already talked about the one I love, really. And plus, I talked about it before when we did our our list right. and everything. But and, and Mark Duplass is really good too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, I just it's not even that I thought Elizabeth Moss was better than him. I just kind of thought Jesse Eisenberg was better, was better than, than him. him. <laughs> was right. better than him. But um, Elizabeth yeah. Elizabeth Moss is really good, and just I swear the things that she kind of pulls out in that movie, where uh, so it's it's not only that she has to play her, and then she has to play the weird sci-fi whatever her <laughs> double is going on, yeah. right? Yeah. But then uh, you know her weird sci-fi double is you know being very duplicitous and right. sneaky about things, <laughs> yeah. And and then there's a couple times where all of a sudden she's kind of not right, and and she, all of a sudden she just goes look, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and like to, yeah, and then that's awesome, and then she has to be the person over there reacting yeah to herself being, being like weird this, right, and, and it's it's such a weird and awesome like crazy cool. movie yeah it's it's the kind of thing where. You know, you they'll just start doing this movie in like acting class. Right. They'll just start trying to do scenes from this movie and everything because you can't do this. Right. I mean, it's it, it's so <laughs> yeah. weirdly you have to okay, we'll film you doing this, then pause. Okay, now go react to, to the fact the, that yeah. you did that or whatever. Right. And and she's really weirdly impressive in it. Yeah, and, that's and cool. The whole movie is just so fun to watch just for that. Um, yeah, I bet. Anyway, so so that's that. So what's your movie? The Lego Movie. But it's been nominated. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like this is like maybe the great the great mistake this it's, year, it's which is it missed all thing. these things. It, it it would never get nominated for picture. It's totally and it was, cheating. It, I I admitted I had a cheat and. There well, it, it might not get nominated for best picture, but yeah. it, it's well, it could get nominated for best score or sound or well, it could lighting. get nominated for best animated picture, even it though didn't. it didn't. It didn't. But, well, I know, but the Oscars are not the only awards this in the is, universe. This is my cheat, but this is my vote. All right, whatever you cheat, however you want to cheat. Yeah. Uh, my movie is uh, Calvary. <clears throat> yeah, which well, which has see, been. And like, I feel like that's a cheat because I feel like that could get. I think that could get, and I think it's crazy it didn't, but I think that could get nominated too. Yeah, but see, I think in some version of the world, what in the <laughs> you're making the dog sad. It, in some version the of movie. the world, maybe it could, except that it's it, it's so far down you, the list. You know, if it, it could have, it certainly should have with this film. Like Calvary is one. Like other films will come up like this. Right now, this should have been it. Right. Like this should have been the one that did it. Man, what a weird year. And you know, it's funny because um, one of the movies that I thought for a while uh, would be a good nomination for this was Pride. Yeah. Uh, another UK movie. Yeah. Right. It's all from the UK, man. Yeah. Um, another UK movie that I guess you know. Good for it, but bad right. bad for me nominating it, right? <laughs> right. It, it's it started like picking up steam as yeah, the, right. as, 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 as time went on, on. People just kept talking Award about it, talking coming. about it, and yeah. then you know it got nominated for Golden Globe. Yeah. So right now, I, now I can't I, nominate it. I genuinely thought We Are the Best was going to be it until I saw it picking up things for Best Foreign Film, and it, I was like, it has that killed it. His. Has actually but won man, a lot of things. Yeah, it was man, totally that was. have been the best one. Yeah, because right. I know you crazily loved that one too. Yeah, but. that that clearly would have been uh, yeah. on my list. And you know, I I thought about that for a while, and I thought, you know, I could give like Best Actress or something, 
And you know, right. I, I really could. <laughs> yeah, I know you could. <laughs> it, because it is so That's weird great. to watch that movie. I wish people would see that movie just so I yeah. can talk to someone who's right. you, you know, enjoyed people, it as People much. have seen the movie. Because those three girls yeah. who are not, you know, they've been acting since they were four. Right. They come from families of actors, like all child actors here or lots of child actors or right. whatever. I mean, they are just like these three girls. You can look them up on IMDb and it's like, uh, they played themselves this is it. Yeah, on they have a one talk role. show, right. yeah. they, you know, whatever. I mean, they've, they've done nothing well, before or since. I, and I, they are so good. I will assume you will also extend to me that, which I extend to you, which is it's a weird year. So we get our cheats. You know, yeah, whatever. It, it wasn't as easy as the last year or the first year we did it. Right. But, and uh, uh, Calvary did win a couple of things, especially like, you know, won some kind of like, I forget, some kind of. Uh, it won festival. UK something yeah. or whatever. And it won uh, it, it won some, uh, I think, like critic awards in in Europe or, or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, it it won some stuff. Yeah. But it was just really far down the list this right. year of ever actually getting nominated. And and I'll tell you, I don't even like the way it ends. Yeah. I, I feel like that... You're going to ruin it now? I feel gonna, like that ending could be different. You're going to be like, this but, is the best film, but... No, but um, Brent, watching Brendan Gleeson in that movie the whole way. way. Yeah. Oh, It's man. so weird that a lot of people only know him from the Harry Potter films. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> right. if you only knew him, just uh, just go watch Gangs in New York then. You don't have to know him in everything. Just right. get out of the Mad-Eye Moody thing because he's so good Just at watch stuff. him in anything else. 28 Days I mean, Late. I mean, so just you know. watch him in right. other things. He's he's great. I yeah. like watching him in everything. So. Right. We got we got like 19 okay, minutes yeah. to do two films, uh, and I'm not worried at all. No problem. I'm not worried at all. Actually, I think, we can, I, I think we can nail these things out and put our Super Bowl picks in. I could I could do either of these movies uh, pretty easily, except, like I said, um, I think we'll do Mordecai first. Okay. Just, just get that out of the way. Easy. Um, so we'll just try and be as quick as we can. All I right. gave Mordecai two and a half, and I'm doubly cheating because it was a week ago. Like I've already put my review of it up. Did you? Yeah, I, re- I didn't look at it on yeah. purpose, and I even looked today out of curiosity for something else, and it looks like the website's being fixed. It is. Yes. Okay, updated, maybe not fixed, but it's getting, you're, you're at two and a half. Revamped, yeah. uh, I'm at two. You know, right. I, I I understand what the film was trying we to do. You couldn't even give him that one more half. No, you know, it, what, what's weird is it's been over a week. And I genuinely, when I left, I made a quick note on my phone, just was like, man, what a dog this thing was. Yeah. And I wondered, you know, when we do the show, will I soften on it? Will I be harder on it? I'm still about wherever it was. I might have been right. two and a half at, a, at its best. And for me, that rating is almost exclusively from Paul Bettany and Ewan McGregor. Nothing, nothing really bad against Gwyneth Paltrow. Really, all of this is on Johnny Depp. Right. You know, and the story that they've crafted – I understand the Mordecai books were really, really great, and they're based on this series of British books. I have no clue if they're dated or not because they're from the 70s, I think, and I never read any of them, although I heard they were fun and really great. They're – they're from. The I mean, I, I haven't read them either, but they're, yeah, I didn't know they're if had. from that whole era where you know people would laugh at the Pink Panther, right? And and again, this is what you said when we yeah. walked out. You know, you were just like, I gotta think that that's trying to be this generation's Pink Panther. I, and I, I gotta, just, I, gotta and I agree. Think, I, I gotta think that those books are good too. I do too. And and I guess my first reaction to this was when we were watching this film, you're watching Johnny Depp with weird facial hair pulling off a very strange accent and kind of mugging for the camera. Now, just for a quick second, imagine being a Disney executive 10 years ago and seeing the dailies from Pirates of the Caribbean because he was doing the exact same thing. You dodged a lightning bolt if you signed on for that and let him do whatever he wanted. And this time he's doing the same thing. And it's a, it's a train wreck. It's right. horrible. Yeah. Like he's basically doing, I he's not doing Captain Jack Sparrow. I don't That's not think, what I'm saying, I don't think he's you can blame doing... him for this movie. No. Though. And I, I think, well, I, I think oddly uh, enough, I think I will. Uh, no, I, <coughs> I mean, we may have to disagree on that point. I don't think that, you know, I think if Johnny Depp shows up and he's an actor yeah. And people say, this is what we want you to do. And he goes, he, he does it. And he goes, you mean that? And they go, yes, exactly right, perfect. that. And then they turn then, it I mean, him. he's doing his job. I mean, and this... I think that's exactly where he is here. I, I yeah. don't think it's his fault that this movie is stupid. <laughs> I mean, this, maybe it, it's his fault that he agreed it, to do it. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. I may be wrong on this. 
because I didn't look it up because I detest the movie so much. I just assumed you would know. But I thought this, like The Lone Ranger, was a pet project of his. That's where I'm coming at. It's his fault because he. Uh, the way I, I understand this is he. I he haven't this, heard that. That could be true. He had this uh, in development and pushed for it and wanted it. And when he got, you know, pirate money, he could do whatever right. he wanted from here on. And he has been. And this is another pet project of his that's just floundering well, by the wayside. It could be. And I don't know. Uh, I'll, I, I will now. Have, I'll have to look now. It, but it I, that's could, why I'm blaming him. It could be that he loves it. Maybe. And goes, see, this is my pet project, and look right. what I made, and it's awesome. Right. And then it's his fault. But it doesn't seem to me, not having that idea in my head, watching right. the movie, it seems like he showed up and did what he was supposed sure. to do. In that regard, I agree with did you. Did what like the writer and director, I think, yep. I think really the screenplay is mostly to blame, because the screenplay to me yeah. feels like, uh, here's here's these books that are right. sort of from like a Pink Panther era. Yeah. And let's try and make like a Pink Panther kind of movie. But the screenplay is written basically by somebody, you know, who doesn't actually like Pink Panther movies. Or, or maybe has never seen them. Get them. Doesn't understand them at all. <laughs> right. right. Doesn't know why they're funny. Or we got what them because we're, you know, right. we're getting old. But I also would have liked those because Peter Sellers is amazing. And those films, though dated, Maybe I haven't seen it in a long time, right? But man, I remember them being fun and funny. Oh yeah, they're they're and entertaining, and, you yeah. know. And as a, as a heist film, getting away from depth for a second, as a heist film, this thing's dull, right? And I was bored. And the characters are so strange. They they want to be like in, um, you know, like in a Cohen film or in like a New Moonrise King. Right, they're not right, that right. interesting. And, and Paul Bettany that, is, but he's the same, a character. That's the same thing, sort of as uh, you know, any Pink Panther movie. They're right. rare heist movies, exactly. And if you watch a Pink Panther movie right now, you still would go, you know, the heist part of that movie is, is really freaking really dull, dumb, right? Yeah. And it is, and it's supposed to be. It is. But if you actually pay attention enough to the right. plot to get to the point where you say that part of the movie is dull, right. then it failed right. completely because, you because you're not supposed to even right. be able Agreed. to pay attention to that, right. right? Right. And so the fact that you throw that out for this movie means yeah. obviously – and, you know, it's so close in a sense to a Pink Panther movie. Yeah. Except that it, the way it's written, it's, you know, it's either too silly or it's not silly enough. It's, right. It, it doesn't seem to commit one way or the other and right. really it, it's embrace not, it. It's not all the way to Pink Panther because, uh, I don't know, we don't want to be that goofy or something. Right. Except that there's all this stuff that's completely goofy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's got, uh, you know, there's there are times when... You know, he's practically doing kind of like a slightly updated Clouseau impression. Right. You know, and he's like running away and he's doing these like really goofy, not fighting scenes. Right. And where, you know, in the Pink Panther, he would be fighting. It's just that nothing would work out the way that he wanted. Right. And then, you know, there'd be like a Three Stooges thing would come along and all of a sudden he'd win and you'd go and he'd go, hooray, see? Right. You know? On. Yeah. And so it's a different spin. But still, it was it's the same sort of thing. It feels so much like it, except it's not clever enough right. or funny enough to go all the way. Right. You know, that I was agree. that was the whole Peter I mean, Sellers thing. Too. Yeah. Was that, you know, Peter Sellers was back in the day, you know, he was very Robin Williamsy. Yeah. Like he was like, No, go more. Right. You know, do, and and those movies were you know, you'd start writing the script to that movie, and it would be like, nah, that's not goofy enough. You right. know, it's like when Robin Williams comes onto a movie and he goes, ah, I can make it better, right? Right. And he just starts going, and yeah. then that's the movie. That's right? it. Yeah, just keep filming. All you got to do there is just keep filming. And this was like, nah, we want to kind of be sort of serious. Right. What? <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Make a whole other movie then if yeah. you want to be serious. I don't know. It, it seems a, a quick, a quick perusal of the internet, which is never wrong. Exactly. Seems to suggest in every avenue that this was a pet project. That was his thing. Maybe it's it's just like uh, the same thing as, um, uh, what's his name? The uh, Pink Panther remakes. Um, God, I can't remember his name. Oh, Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, he thinks they're funny and, and he's sticking with it. You know, he thinks they're both of those movies are really good. Right. And they were very much like pet projects of his. Like he just wanted to be Clouseau. Right. And be in a movie and go, this will be awesome. I'll be great. Right. I love those movies yeah. and I'll do that. Right. And everyone hates those movies. Yeah. Uh, 
mostly, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, some people like him, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in if you like those. Right. And yeah. But he's kind of like in the same boat there somehow, like because he keeps saying that he likes them. Right. <laughs> and he won't stop no matter how many people say they're no good. Yeah. And he's like fully committed and thinks that they're hilarious. And maybe that's just where Johnny Depp is in this. Maybe he maybe. Just thinks it's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I don't know. He's He's got producer credits. He's been attached to it apparently for a long time. And it was in a bit of a it was in a bit of a free for all. But, you know. But man, it's it one is of these just things, so it, it's so bad though, and is. and I am like the target audience for this. Like, if you're gonna remake something yeah. where you're gonna, uh, if somebody says, "Look, I'm gonna try and update and spin around with Pink Panther right. theories of comedy and make a new movie," I mean, like right. I'm the only guy waiting outside for that movie <laughs> to come, right? And I'm still watching it going, it's boring. There were several lines that I thought, you know, were really good and actually just made me think, ah, I guess I have to read the books. Yeah. Because right. the books and must be pretty good because yeah. they they throw out some lines, the way that he the way that he interacts with other people right. sometimes where he's like on this full on combination of deadpan yeah. and like you know <laughs> snooty aristocracy yeah. guy yeah. at the same time you know it's really pretty good but i'm like i just don't think this book translates no. or at least it wasn't translated and here no and i agree and i love the idea of all the history that seems to be right there on the surface with all these characters I'm just gonna record between that. <laughs> between even Depp and Paltrow, who are husband and wife, estranged or not. Right, right. You know, his manservant, which is a riot. And the way she, Paul Bettany plays. Yeah, he's and Ewan McGregor. Great. This big history between his investigator and Mordecai, like you know they've worked together, they say it. But right. I know there's like twelve stories somewhere that I didn't get that right. establishes why they're like this. And, and you know, the the weirdest thing for me about this movie too is that I even thought Gwyneth Paltrow did a really good job. She did. In this she movie. was really good. And I hate her. I know. I, I know mean, you do. And that's in, why in real I life saying, I can't stand her at all. You know, that's why I started off by being like, this is just kind of on depth. You know, but, everybody and, else and is pretty good in this. But I think he's good in it too. Uh, I, I think it's just that what he is supposed to be doing is not as acceptable. I, you, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess my last thing on this is I feel like what he's doing is what he wants to do. And I still feel like it's not good. I feel like his decision well, this be. time is just not good. But, could be. but if I'm, and I don't know how trustworthy the internet is, but if I'm wrong and that it isn't his to blame, then I agree with you wholeheartedly. He just showed up and did what he was supposed to do and was told like, this is right. how I want you to play it. He's like, I can do it. Right. So that's not his fault. He just was taking his order. But if he's the one right. who's like, I want to play it like this, just film me. Then it's on him. So, well, anyway, I guess so. Yeah, that's how. Uh, there's but. there's probably only so much room in a movie like this too, where it's right. like you know, ha, it, at some point you're not making this movie anymore. Right. If exactly. He, if, if he's, he's a different in, enough character, right, right. then it's just yeah. not this. I don't that was know. weird. Anyway, so black right, or white. So black or white. <laughs> black or white. Boom. Go. Yeah. Because we uh, can do this quick. Yeah, you know this. I feel like I can. This is a very weird movie for me, and I might be giving this one rating based a lot on the expectation that I had that I feel like a lot of other people had. Yeah. And then it was a lot better than I expected it to be. That huh. doesn't mean that it was That's cool. That doesn't mean that it was really good. That's interesting. That just means that it was a lot better than I expected. Because my be. feeling is the opposite. I, I didn't you expect expected much. it to be good? I didn't expect much from it just because And that's of, what you got? <laughs> and I got less than what I expected. Wow. Like I I'm at three. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I really found this to be almost, I mean, so close to getting offensive. Like, it was just, uh, it seemed yeah, like it just was ABC family pandering. Like every, We live in a really interesting age of race relations and things that are racially, you know, happening in the news and in, in courts all over the place. And I feel like this is just bringing everything down to the least common denominator of, like, People Magazine, Entertainment, you know, tabloid headlines right like i felt like it didn't do a thing to provide anything interesting with all the talent it had and it's got a lot of talent on the screen not just kevin costner but man if it just doesn't go for like okay here's the white guy he's kind of rich he's a little bit dry right, right here's all the black people there's a race bait and attorney who's really angry the mom doesn't think that her son who's a crackhead by the way like uh, really like if the stereotypes are true, and maybe they are, man, you gotta you gotta tell it differently than this because this is nothing right. new or revolutionary. And in fact, 
I don't even know what your rating it yet is, but if I and, and this doesn't this isn't intended for you, but if someone really loved this film and I know someone who just went and saw it and they loved this film, I said to them, How many films do you see? Because if this is maybe your thirtieth film, this is gonna blow you away. Right. <laughs> and right. I and it's not it's not that for me. And it didn't do that for me. Even to the point where they wanted his a few good men court soliloquy to be the most awesome driving moment. And when he yeah, gets it, yeah. it works for a moment and then it doesn't. And that's not because Costner is bad. He's, he's actually really good in this. Right. And he's got a lot of stuff to do, but it's the story that sucks and sucks. And as a quick nitpick before you, you tell me everything. Cause I want to know what you really did think of it. The music kept getting in the way. Yeah, for the first half like hour, music. every single time the music is doing something, it's lazy directing because he's making the soundtrack do what the actors can do if you just get the hell out of the way. Right. Kevin Costner's sad because his wife dies. This happens in the first 12 seconds of the movie. I'm not spoiling anything. But I need somber music for his drive home and him sitting in the shadows. Don't, don't do this. And don't give me the song at the funeral because no funeral would have that. Right. Like, it started off clumsy and pandering and awkward, and it seemed to be too personal a story for the director to tell a good film. Right. So I was right. I was really so, close to being wow. offended by it. Um, so anyway, so I gave I gave it a six and a half. Oh God, you're killing Which me. is you know. So uh, wait, you thought it was going to be so, like a five? Basically? No, I thought it was going to be like a two. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be exactly what we you thought. We got to watch it, these together. Uh, I thought it was going to be exactly oh, what you actually got out of it, I guess. Oh, I thought sucks. it was going to be horrible nonsense like that. And so, like I said, that doesn't really this make it awesome, a, that doesn't make it a great movie. No, no, no. Right? It just means that uh, – and so, like I said, maybe I'm – Maybe I'm responding to getting anything that I thought was halfway decent right. when I expected it to be awful. What I got, and then I it. went, "Well, that's not so bad." That's and, cool. And and so then you know it wasn't so bad. I mean, <laughs> I, so I could I, see. Yeah. I didn't give it a ten or anything. No, but no, no, no. I thought there was a lot of stuff in this movie. Now, so here's the thing. I mean, th- this is like a tricky movie, right? It Especially is. if you're going to talk about it in three and a half minutes. <laughs> but it's sort of a lot of the stuff for me did not feel like we were doing stuff just to do it. And like for you, maybe it felt like they're just doing it to do it. And it, it's a really tricky line to try and walk when you're making a film that's about race relations, right? But the thing is, you know, for me, a lot of the stuff that happens in this movie, it's sort of like, you know, you're not supposed to say black people like watermelon, right? Right. But so then does that mean you can never sh- have a movie where you show black people eating, eating watermelon? watermelon? I mean, it's sort of like... Some of the, some stuff happens, right? There's stuff that people say because sometimes it happens, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's right. like they didn't become stereotypes by spinning a wheel right. and going. It landed on that. We're gonna say that they like watermelon, and right. I think that there's stuff in this movie that happens that, you know, sometimes it's it, sometimes it's got to happen. Like uh, there are uh, black people who use drugs. Yeah. So it's and like, there are whites who drink. So it's like you know, if, yeah, sure. So it's like every time there's a movie with a black person doing drugs, does it mean that we're, you know, being really simplistic and yeah. going the wrong way with what we should be saying about race? I don't know. I could see this movie being very wrong. And you yeah. know, the weird thing for me about this movie was I really didn't like Octavia Spencer, and I generally like uh, her, even I though I thought she was okay. Even though sometimes I don't want to like her. Sometimes, yeah. she, sometimes she plays the character Hard. that yeah. I don't want to like, <laughs> right. and she does a really good job of it. Yeah, I know. So I don't want to like right, her. Right. But in this one, I just thought I thought if anything about the movie was kind of overplaying its hand like that, yeah. it was her. Huh. I thought that she was just. Uh, I felt yeah. like she was just kind of taking the easy way out of acting the role, maybe. I don't know. But anyway. I I actually thought the cast did a great job all the way through. I just thought it was... It's a writer-director, you know. And I I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, I know we're getting out of here quick. It's a good point. It's just if you... If, you know, the uncle, who's the prosecuting attorney for the case to to bring the kid home, if he's going to be a a race-baiting, you know, racist, angry black guy, then I want to know why. I never found out. Like, why does he he have a thing? Like, it's so easy to just give him this label and then run with it, and we're all supposed to accept it. That's not good enough for me anymore. Like, I've seen enough movies to not take that. 
So, well, I don't know. Anyway, that's my uh, example of why. But. <laughs> and anyway. we have a minute left, and there's no sense talking about these movies anymore. I guess not. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's um, yeah, yeah. Thanks for showing up when it's right. Uh, it's Super Bowl, Bowl time. That's, so. that's really cool. It's in your hometown too, right? Oh, pretty close. Well, it it is kind yeah. of yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, I guess it's not because not really, it's like but in it's Tempe it. or oh, right, whatever. Okay. But, but it's close. We got all kinds anyway. of things going on. But um, anyway, so now there's 30 seconds left. Right. <laughs> but but you know, for I, I think for me, it's still it's not nearly as good as it ought to be. I agree with, with the all, cast it with has. With all the people it oh, has man. in it, the yeah. budget that it clearly has, uh, the number of writers they could get yeah. to also sign sure. on if they wanted. Sure. It still felt like something that was trying to be a really badass thing on TV. I agree. Like Hatfields and McCoys or something when he was in that. Yeah. Versus just being, okay, we're out of time. So oh, okay. so for the live listeners, goodbye. Right. Um. But he's no. I think you're right. You know, it, instead of being something that's in the theater, yeah, and be like, have this kind of feeling like, even though you know, like I, I mean, I only rated it just above half. No, I know. So, like it's, I said, it's just it's above nine. average. No, but I know. it was, uh, you know, it was okay. But instead of yeah. being a movie in the theaters that is, you know, a lot of times, even though I liked it a lot better than you, um, kind of feels like it's sort of half assing things. You know, it's, I agree. It's uh, just taking the easy road yeah. where it's kind of, you know, if this was on AMC or something, it was like a made for AMC yeah. movie. You might want to be a little more lenient to it right. or something like right. that, you know, but yeah, yeah. but still, well, I just thought, especially with, I guess maybe I just had super low expectations going yeah. in. I just thought, you know, this is the most like kind of awkward, purposely awkward, like cheesy excuse yeah. for just getting on our soapbox yeah, and babbling, right? Yeah, and, and I never got out of that. And I didn't feel like the movie, you know, maybe didn't go as far as I thought it was going to, or yeah. whatever. Or you know, I thought I it paid more attention to some of the characters mm-hmm. than I kind of expected, and so that was okay. Yeah, but there, there was. I mean, I could see very easily that there's. You know, when I went into it, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. And so maybe it wasn't hard to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I agree with your assessment, but I think it wants to be something bigger than it is. And I don't I don't know fully doing what it's doing. It can be that, you know, it, it's got it's got custody battle. It's got courtroom drama. And then it's right. got like a weird like conclusion of a home invasion film like. But by, by the time the end happens, not the not the final conclusion in the courtroom. But like this home invasion thing, I, I kind of was laughing. Right. I thought it was more just funny than anything because it was right. just – I was so put off by it. I just found it to be kind of like – like I said, it was getting close to just being offensive. Like right. I just thought with all the players here – well, I, I thought everything you already said. You know, There's no reason to, to <laughs> right. say it over except I really wish that there had been a little bit more strategy in doing things. Like as much as I don't really love the soliloquy that – the whole film seems to be put upon to give Kevin Costner the six minute speech. At least that defines his character. Like there were other characters who needed that definition and they didn't, they didn't offer it. They didn't even pretend to come close to offering it. I'm just supposed to accept it because this is how it is. And I just think, yeah, you know, because we told you it's like that. So deal with it. You know, but it's another one though. uh, It's funny that it's uh, this and Mordecai because this is another movie that, uh, at least from what I've heard, and I've heard several things that you know Kevin Costner can't stop saying this movie is awesome. Yeah. And then I'm going now. Is he just saying that because that's what it says in his contract, or is he really produced it? Really think it's awesome, or is he just trying to get people to see it? Like ten years from now, will he still be going? Oh no, that one was awesome, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like. I I don't remember him ever going around saying Waterworld was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he did like the press tour have, and everything, yeah. and said, yeah. "Hey, go yeah. see my movie," like everyone does. But right. this one, it's like he just keeps wow. like no one has a microphone that he will refuse. Yeah, you know, yeah. to talk about how awesome this is. Well, we've said over the last like 16 months that it's been really fun seeing Kevin Costner show up in like three films. You know, it was Draft Day, it was this, right. it was Three Days to Kill. Like, it's really good seeing him work again, but. I just want to see him work better. Yeah. You know, no, oh, I want to see him in better things. I I actually think he had a hard gig and I thought he did really good yeah, playing, was, playing this guy, good. Elliot. I thought he played 
it real well. But all right. Anyway, so um, I have no idea what's coming up next week because uh, I'm really just getting ready to watch the game. Is it the Kingsman? I think it is. It might be. Which, by the way, for any is it? It might oh be. no! I, there I, might be a week in between. I think there's a week in between. Just the Kingsman is the best movie I have, ever. I, just as a quick I'm thing, giving to go it like out. three I, I know, extra I'm giving, stars. I'm giving it a thing right ahead because it's getting us out of Fifty Shades of Grey, which I thought on Valentine's Day weekend you and I were going we to sit next to each see, other and right. share some popcorn. So that's not a euphemism, but now this <laughs> right. film has. I texted you the other day and was like, yeah. "God, so glad this is showing up." But anyway, all right. We'll so uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in, yeah. and uh, we'll see you next week with something. And uh, share, subscribe, and uh, force all your friends to listen to our show. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest-growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.